Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine. I'm here with my fellow podcast members, Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Hi there. And Matt. Hello. We have a fun episode. We've kind of had a weird schedule. I warned you at the beginning of the summer that it maybe wouldn't be uh, the standard bi-weekly. And, you know, we've gotten things tossed our way. So here we are. We're happy to be here and excited. So we're going to start, as we always do, with our topping it off where we talk about a Disney drink somewhere. Um, and Holly, you're topping it off this week. What do we got? All right. We are going to go to Disney Springs mm. and, of course, my favorite place, Homecoming. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with the White Peach Sangria. Ooh. It's $13. It's basically peach moonshine, Moscato, fresh peach puree muddled with orange and mango, and it's garnished with a moonshine-soaked peach wedge. OMG. How have I never seen this? Yeah, that sounds really good. I know. That sounds I like a I like a white sangria. Oh my gosh, that's pretty. I it's like, like a nice pretty. wine glass. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds I like, like more it packs of a, a punch, too. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. looks like pretty concentrated. Mm-hmm. I like more of a tropical sangria, so that would that would uh, be up my alley. I really didn't think it was like that sweet, like when you think peach yeah. and like fruity. Oh, that's good. Like, oh yeah, that's, um, that's a major it, plus it, for me. It had a kick. Oh, that's so good. I definitely recommend it. Okay. I might get it next time I'm there. That sounds delish. Would you say it's refreshing? It's refreshing. (laughs) Refreshing. 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 And I can sit there a little bougie with my little wine glass. I know that is it is fancy. It it's looks fancy. a little fancier than most of the drinks that nice. I'm coming. Yeah. So I recommend that's a good brunch lunch yeah, kind of drink. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited that they're ex- like they have more like other moonshine drinks. flavors. Yeah. Than yeah, what not they just typically like the core have. Three, yeah. The blue hooch. The Rum shine punch and what's the third well, one? They have the strawberry um, lemonade. The, the strawberry lemonade's good. Yeah, I do like yeah. I do like the strawberry lemonade. It was yeah, nice to have that. a peach. If you like peach, then I do like peach. Uh, peach is a great drink flavor. Big like, well, you know, as, as I learned from having the um, the sampler. The ones that they have in those things are like moonshine based drinks, but mm-hmm. the actual like peach moonshine or watermelon moonshine is not that sweet. No, no, no. By itself, Th- those are. I think was peach your favorite of the mimosas we did? I believe that uh, was the funny quote. I think I said quote. peach is good. Yeah, yeah. Peach, peach is good. <laughs> peach is good. I remember being that was in the a name room. of the episode. I know it was. There were shakes. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, well, thanks, Holly. That sounds really good. It definitely that definitely sat because sometimes with homecoming, their drinks are a little heavier and a little more um, like heady. Like yeah. like you know you're gonna just get wrecked if you go there and that might be a better choice yeah and for adding someone that like on me. to just like the just absolutely artery crushing uh food options that they have well i guess the moscato makes it like sangria yeah that's, so that's to me is that i like that better from the sangria i don't like a red sangria yeah. i'm not a big fan of oh, most red wine. I like, see i i prefer i like a red wine like yeah. i prefer a red wine on its own but i prefer a white sangria for some reason interesting i'm a straight freak yeah you're straight <laughs> yeah weirdo all right so let's kick it to rob with the news rob what do we have yeah it's a little slow so okay. sorry for slow go yeah I'm, I'm thinking it might be a little bit like that till till d23 yeah yeah um that so, usually is the case yeah they so we have things. the there was a lot of construction at the boardwalk uh, this week. They started taking down all the accoutrement for uh, ESPN Club. ESPN we saw Club. the barbell on the ground. Yeah, and at the same time, they closed the the bakery 
and it's going to be rebranded the Deli. So they released uh, it, it, that's supposed to come online mid August, but they announced the menus. Nothing to write home about. It's really slow. They that's better have pork rolls and egg sandwiches. Is at that, that how deli. long the Boardwalk so, Bakery is supposed to be offline for too? What would you yeah, so like do? a couple of weeks. I think they're doing something like a like at at the Bellevue or something. Bellevue, right? Yeah, that's what they usually it, do. If I haven't seen anything for, as it relates to that, but uh, that's like yeah. a food desert after you take. It, you that know, I'm still on the deli thing. I just think that based on the fact that it's a a boardwalk, and I typically attribute it to like um, Atlantic, City. Atlantic City. How cool would it be if they did it like a legitimate like New Jersey deli where you had like incredible sandwiches and like Although they did kind of rebrand like a few years ago with they had those three bagel sandwiches like the cheesy cheese like they had yeah they but did they were that like, i mean they it, were weird they had like the buttery one i forget what that could one have the larry called. david yeah really. so to your point so <laughs> one of the so they do have the lunch and dinner they have a warm pastrami reuben mm, which is that loves you know, a rube yeah look at me you blow uh, pastrami man <laughs> um an italian sub Okay. Chicken salad wrap, roasted chicken sandwich, uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup. I was thinking about this as a, a muffalata. Muffalata. Uh, muffalata? Yeah, muffalata. Muffalata. I don't know what I that is. I freaking love it. It's olives. It's oh. yeah, the, so the, good. It's, just like, it's like a tapenade <laughs> part of it. Yeah. Um, but the thing about this location... Is the lack of indoor seating? Yeah, that is. Oh, yeah, none. Well, is there one table no, over by I don't like even the? Think there uh, is. Not inside, no, unless they're remodeling no, it. But I doubt it. Why would they would take they space away for tables in there? Yeah. There's no. Yeah, yeah, they want to get people in and out of there. Uh, um, There's barely room to like order. Well, yeah. When <laughs> no, not order. It's the area like. If they're a little bit slow and they're backed up and then there's just like a tiny sliver of area where like the soft drinks are and like, like if there's more than like three people there, it's, it's cramped. Yeah. So I don't know where they would put seating. No, I, I'm just saying, uh, because sometimes it's so hot outside, even in the morning, if you were there now. And you go and Sun want, like, a breakfast sandwich. On that water. That's true. Yeah. They do. And, like, okay, like, I guess you could take it to go, but then you would have to schlep. It's not that far, but still, like, you would have to walk to the boardwalk and, like, walk up the stairs or... You know what they could do that wouldn't defeat the aesthetic of the boardwalk too much would be to put some really large umbrellas around that area mm-hmm. just to kind of have them overlap. It would end up looking like a beach, you know. Yeah. It would be a canopy, effectively, yeah. Yeah. but... Would still look kind of like Atlantic City. Yeah, with some fans. Yeah, it'd be all right. I think you could make it more livable. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's that's the that's happening. So we'll see that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Let's hope they still have muffins it, for Keith. Well, the the yeah, fact yeah. that it's offline for that shorter period of time tells me they're not going to be doing much, probably signage and things like that. Yeah. Um, and that's already. Done. I have this one is- thing to add to this, and this is just like a tangential. When these stories came out about the boardwalk, what was this, like, four months ago, uh, that they were, like, that, you know, they're doing yeah. the ba- the new bakery or something. Well, they're opening that, that restaurant. That little patisse, like, the little, it's like a bakery restaurant. Is that what it is? Oh. <laughs> the tea room? Here, yes. Here's, uh, here's what my thoughts are in that. that there was? was so much yeah. information in that that made absolutely zero sense to me. Like, I can usually follow, especially... 
as much as we hang out around the boardwalk, like, oh, that'll go there. Like, I felt like that they they were purposely vague in that story so we couldn't understand what was actually going where because like when budget is cut and they inevitably don't do half of the stuff they already announced that we won't be disappointed because we literally couldn't understand we didn't know what was going on anyway the tea room is going to become a joffrey's tea cart and that's the tea (laughs) yeah (sighs) anyway sorry no it's quite all right um so that there's Talk again of Fantasmic returning to Walt Disney World. God, uh, yeah, so, got, forever, never the COVID. Yeah, the COVID. COVID. The COVID. Um, they didn't announce an opening date, but they're still thinking fall 2022. They've been doing a bunch of work, and uh, apparently they were doing firework tests. Mm. So I'm ready. Yeah, I they had to I'm test all so of the magic ready. of Mickey's imagination. Yes. <laughs> so maybe. We'll see an announcement about that sometime soon. Um, And then finally, um, Magic Band Plus debuted at Walt Disney World this past week. So, I'll give a down and dirty. Um, These are an additional cost. The basic, what you would, the primary colors, we'll call it $34.99. Anything that's themed. I believe it this article doesn't mention, but I think they're $44.99. So what's the difference? Um, these have now a battery that are rechargeable. So each of them comes with a Apple Watch-like Charger. USB oh, to like charge. Yeah. Um, and now they will be interactive. So um, the biggest things now are they're interacting with the 50th statues. So as you're close to them, there's audio uh, that you can activate on them. Um, there's a bounty hunter game on Bat 2. It was pretty interesting. Um, not for me, but f- for older kids, teenager might be fun. Um, and then it interacts with the nighttime spectaculars, Harmonious and Enchantment. But it just lights up, so... <laughs> I was going to say, what does it do? I gotta watch so, my wrist. So you, you would have to literally <laughs> hold your... So basically, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That sounds sick. Yeah. Awesome. It's really cool. Um, I like the rechargeable. Yeah, that is cool. Well. Okay. So, can you explain to me, like, is it similar to an Apple Watch that if you use and wear your Apple Watch all day, it's likely to die at the end of the day? So the the feedback initial. Now you have to take this with a grain of salt because I'm assuming. These devices were not fully charged out of the package. That's true. Right? Yeah. If so, you're buying it and putting it on, there's But no then indication. I've seen people say that they used their fully charged one and the thing was dead within two hours of doing the Bounty Hunter game <laughs> oh, in that too. So I, I think it has similar... You connect it via Bluetooth to your phone and the app, right? And so the Bounty Hunter game is basically... It, it's a red light, green light, um, as far as playing, the, trying to find yeah. these. Th- you, you go to different doors or, and different things. Or like hot and cold. No. It, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Scan. well it, the, I say that because the band will, will show a green light as okay. you're getting closer yeah. to the thing at a red light as okay. you get further away. And then it, it starts vibrating. You know, it's, I watched a whole video on it. It's, 
It's pretty interesting. They added and some... And then you have to take someone out in handcuffs when <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. close to them. That's what's... Yeah, you, uh, they have a door, and you stick your wrist in there. It scans the device, and it gives you credits. And the... Then you also have to have the Disney... Pl- or Play Disney, whatever that app is. Mm-hmm. That's sick, and then uh, what can is... you do with the credits? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's here's a little bit of perspective. Though. This sounds way less cool than the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom game. That they have dispatched with. You know what it also seems less cool with or just exactly the same? Um, All of the things that you can do with the app on your phone in Star Wars Land. That's like all of the little missions and stuff. I I don't think the bounty... I think you have to specifically... No, no, I know. What I'm saying is like... It's similar. It's similar and you already have a device that can do it. And but, one that's not going to die within two hours. I, I can understand what they were trying to do here with the Magic Band. I think their mistake here is integrating this into the Magic Band, which is the device that you use as your ticket and your lightning lane activator, etc. I think they probably should have just made another device and sold it in Star Wars Land and been done with it. What about... Oh, go ahead, I don't understand, like... There, you know the play app. Disney has the play right. app. Right, that's what I was saying. Um, like, I just don't understand why they couldn't somehow connect to the play. Like, it sounds like it connects. That sounds like it does. Sort of. It does. But then you but need then, both. But then, like, you have to have both. Like, it just seems like an extra thing that you need to, like, do instead of just using the play app. It seems, like, uh, superfluous in a lot of ways. I'm surprised they haven't done... Um, some sort of paid app, some kind of upgrade. So all the functionality of this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to your Apple Watch. Yeah. Right, and then it's it. I don't know. It's nine a one time nine ninety nine in app purchase four ninety nine something like that. Yeah. Where it does all those things, so you would it would light up well, with. Uh, the, I was I was gonna ask, and this is this seems like a, a Scott question. Um, <laughs> Do you see Disney getting into, like, the Magic Band Plus 2.0 that will be like an Apple Watch, where you will have a screen? I can see that happening. I can, too. Because right now, the the plastic face does nothing for me. Like, I mean, like, it's the same as... It looks nearly... It looks very similar to your classic Magic Band. Um, you have a little light... That goes around it. That that's about the, bi- that, the biggest. That's the biggest difference. Everything else is pretty much the same. But do, do you think they're working on something to take that middle puck out and basically have a little screen like a fi- like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch? That or, would be so expensive. If, if I they know, were smart, but, what they would have done or what they would do is what Nike did with Apple, which was to partner with them and have Apple create them a device specifically. Tailored to what? They yeah, need Nike Plus, to do. the little puck that could go yeah. in your shoe. Well, do they still do that? No, because now it's all integrated with the watch. Oh they right, but I remember have... when that was like a big selling point for yeah, a the lot first... of shoes. They had like the little hole. Right. The first Apple Watch I had was an Apple Watch Nike edition, which had came preloaded with the Nike app. Oh yeah, and all that stuff. And, and it was like it had like the breathable uh, yeah. strap. But I remember if, that. If they did that with Apple, they could have a watch that came preloaded with all of the Disney stuff. 
And you could sell someone an Apple Watch, which right. someone would buy. Right, definitely. Right, and it's not trip. like the two companies aren't already in bed, in bed together in some capacity. Yeah, that, that seems like a match made in heaven. I feel like we shouldn't be giving them these ideas. They should be paying Well, that's us. that was my whole point of just, you have, people have, I'm not going to... Right. My watch is completely You're not fine. Wear I'm not going to but I, I don't even know if I do the app thing, but some percentage of people would. Yeah. I feel like we're talking a lot on a, on something that like is one none of us have any interest in, and two, uh, we'll see how long this actually like lasts. Can't you use? I mean, you can use your Apple Watch to get in. Yeah. yeah. That's, what I'm, that's your, what I'm saying. Yeah, like your yeah. annual pass holder and like fast passes. Like yeah. Yeah. So put, a pin, put a pin why, in that. Yeah. <laughs> why? Hmm. I don't know. I see them going further with this. Yeah, I do too. Maybe. I, I think my point is just I don't think Disney benefits by blazing their own path with a new device. I think they should go to the experts and yeah. have them right. craft them something because it, there's no. I'm never wearing a second Apple Watch but, made by Disney. I'm you know. No. It's don't money. reinvent the wheel. Yeah, you know. All right, is that it for news? Or That's else? it. All right. Wow. That is it. Well, we... uh, Scott, can I kick it to you to kind of explain our topic <laughs> sure. today? Um, so we were thinking of some topics to to go to today since we're kind of in a lull here in the summer. And uh, one of the things that, that I had been thinking about recently was the all of the stuff that we as Disney regulars, you know, people who have gone to Disney many, many times either take for granted or have discovered along the way. And so the topic for today is, I wish I would have known, um, which is basically kind of open-ended that anything that you think, man, if I had known this when I started going to Disney or something that you discovered along the way that either is really cool, uh, something that you really enjoyed that maybe a new person wouldn't know about, or something that just you take for granted and that makes your trip easier, but when you're teaching somebody who's going for the first time, they would never have known it to plan a trip around something like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I asked everybody to come with a few ideas here and we're just gonna go around and we'll, I guess, give these some discussion and, and decide maybe what are, uh, what are our favorites or what we might even disagree with. All right. Who wants to start it off? Anybody? I'll start it off oh, because okay. we were just talking okay, about Matt, something. It's a good segue, right? Okay. Um, I was, mine are in no particular order, but since we were yeah, just talking about it, um, Disney Magic Mobile. Um, I don't like the Magic Band. I, I already wear an Apple Watch on my, on my wrist. I'm not going to add a second device. You can link your park admission and your resort reservation to your digital wallet. This works on smartphone and um, Apple Watch. I'm not sure about the functionality with some of the other smartwatches. I know for a fact it works on Apple Watch. And you can use that for payment. You can use that to get into the parks. You can use that as your room key. Um, it is um, extremely uh, convenient. And I feel like not a, not a lot of people, a lot of people don't, use it and they don't really advertise it very well it's kind of hidden in the yeah, app I don't think in the they settings tell you about it yeah i mean like maybe they do but it's not it's certainly not a feature that they're like really shouting from the rooftops magic <laughs> that's true 
Why would they tell you about another option where you don't have to pay for something and use exactly something you right. already have? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's pretty easy. You just go into the My Disney Experience app, hit the little uh, hamburger in the right, and hit uh, Disney Never Magic Mobile. What? Never heard it called the hamburger. Looks like a hamburger. I first I used this out of necessity oh, really? That's a good one. For because Never I forgot heard. to wear my magic band the one day, but I had my iPhone and was able to just pull it up and get into the park that way. And that was that was where I gained trust of it. Yeah. Scott was so dubious, I was very dubious. To, to start. But I will say, like, it is nice. Like, I were, like, I always kind of panicked before they did this. Like, do I have my magic band with me <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would always have like a spare one in my like travel bag because I was like well just yeah. in case I forget I have one to get in and I, I guess even, you can use your I card too but I anymore. usually don't even have my like full wallet with me so I sometimes don't have my card annual pass but yeah. mine stays in my backpack yeah and I, yeah I do wish that's one thing I wish they would do I wish they would have like a little on your apple wallet annual pass card pop-up that you could show for like purchases and things like that so you didn't have to carry your card um yeah they they do they don't recognize mine um like when i do the apple watch apple wallet dealy yeah they don't recognize that as a yeah but if you so if you hit the um if you go to it and hit, hit the things in the upper right um well like if you click on it and then say what is it so click on it, and then there's that <laughs> option screen. Yeah, this is great podcasting. <laughs> and then it shows the affiliation and the actual thing. Under uh, affiliation, mine says DVC and annual. That's interesting. Mine does not have, have that little doohickey that yours does. Interesting. 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 All right, Matthew. We don't have to okay, worry about yes, this right please now. Please put the yeah. phone down, Matthew. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> um, Scott, do you have do you have one you'd like to share? Yeah, with us? sure. Um, the first thing that I think this was the first one that came to mind as I was coming up with this idea. Um, I am a frequent swan and dolphin guest, and we've talked about this before. I wish I would have known much sooner that you can just get on buses at any resort and go to particularly Magic Kingdom because the Swan and Dolphin buses are a little less frequent and they don't drop you off at Magic Kingdom. Whereas if you just walk to Boardwalk, they're not going to stop you. Like mm-hmm. that, I feel like that's that's something that might not even occur to you if you were not a regular Disney guest, that yeah. you could just jump on if you were staying at the Boardwalk. Oh, the Yacht Club bus is here. I don't mind walking around yeah, right. Hourglass. Yeah, that goes for any of those five. Swan, yep. Dolphin... Yacht, beach, and boardwalk. Like if if you get caught in that like weird area where like I just watched my bus pull away and Which I know that another one's not that's, that's, a rough, that's a rough feeling. Yeah, but knowing that you have four other options that could take you very close and then uh, you've got a short walk to your actual resort is a, a nice option. You can't really do that anywhere else uh, except you could do it at the values. Yep, you could take it to Pop Century if you were going to art of animation and vice versa but you know no but I, I feel like if you were not a disney regular you might think oh i can't get on that bus yeah. that's not the bus yeah. to my resort yeah. i they're gonna check my magic band or something no nobody cares no yeah. ticket <laughs> kick you right off yeah all right that's a good one scott rob do you have one yeah i'll stay in the same i'll stay in the same area and uh the dolphin specifically i wish i knew about shulas mm. sooner oh wow um, okay yeah all just right. uh, I, I, I cannot speak 
more highly of that place. Just the ambiance, even to just get a drink there, and that's maybe something we should should do. The the bar area is cool. Mm -hmm. um, super dark and just. It does yeah. seem like a really nice aesthetic, like a it's very. A, it's very manly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just a place to get out of the heat even during the day. Um, it just, it's dark, cool. Um, Is so that the I, place I wish... where I sat at the bar? What's the place? Oh, no, that was, uh, what's the uh, Italian? Was no, no, Where's the place where, like, the dude... Oh, Il Molino. Il Molino. Yeah, I, I messed Wrong that up. Wrong hotel. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, so that's, that's one of mine. All right, that's a good one. Holly, you got one? All right, I have to give credit... To a friend of the podcast, Joey Frazier, for this one. Okay. I wish I would have known about the wine bar in France a little bit sooner to get the crony blonde. Uh, oh, <laughs> don't we all? I forget yeah. the name of it. Yeah, I, I yeah. What tip of my tongue? Is it I can't Vien, remember. It's Vien something like. No oh, idea. Jeez, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. Um, but yeah, that is a good one. Matt, did you have that one? I know that. <laughs> I did. Full size considered it. Full size. No, so, so what? The, the thing is. You could get Cronenberg Blanc there any time of the year, independent of festivals. Yeah. Um, it's served year-round. Well, festivals lately, they haven't even been serving right. the Crony, yeah, crony Blanc. Yeah. So. No. Just the re and the regular Cronenberg 1664 does nothing for me. Oh, it, it's your basic. Yeah, I, I could have a red <laughs> label Budweiser. Yeah. Trash. That's what I thought. <laughs> Trash. Um, it's called Le Vin des Chefs de France. Thank you. Huh. That's a mouthful. Oh, the, the vine of Chef de France? The, I believe it's wine. Is. The wine. Yeah, vine would be wine. <laughs> the vine. The vine. Which comes eh, from that. It's close enough. Um, yeah, it was really French. fun looking at Google Earth the Disney World. <laughs> I just had it up when we were talking about the boardwalk because I was thinking, what's behind the boardwalk bakery? Can't they make it bigger? They can't. It's the boardwalk hotel rooms. That's kind of what I would have thought. Yeah. And this was pre-Ratatouille, it looks like. There's a lot of... The construction back here but anyway good times <laughs> um yeah that's that's a really good one holly um all right i'm gonna kind of piggyback off of rob and scott okay um and also refer all of our listeners to episode 143 where we talk about the swan and dolphin just the value of the swan and dolphin and what you get for what you're paying compared to a traditional Disney hotel. I know that's a very like broad thing, but like when I first start going to Disney, like you, you don't know that those aren't like popping up on the website the same as like pop century. And you might be paying a pop century price for a really nicer much nicer resort so the value of the swan and dolphin is is one of mine especially now i I, th I think the disney hotels and resorts have increased at a much faster rate than the swan and dolphin mm -hmm. so they've, they've caught up in terms of like the value that are probably even surpassed in terms of value compared to where it was when we first started going at that point it was much cheaper to go to art of animation yes. now it's kind of like equal yeah Absolutely, and just the walking distance yeah. to, is so valuable. So valuable. Anyway. Yeah. Now, what do you have? Um, I'm going to... Um, you know, it's so funny when I was doing this. There's a lot of things that I was like, oh, you know, this is a no-brainer. We talk about this all the time. But then I was like, I'll, I'll go into some detail because, one, uh, I think sometimes we just assume that people, like, know the... The tricks of the trade, even though I feel like this one's kind of a softball, but I called it e-tickets at the buzzer. And that's getting on 
your e-ticket attractions nearly right before the park that you're in is scheduled to close. Yep. We do this all the time with Flight of Passage. Let's say Animal Kingdom is closing at 9. You get in line at like 8.55. They're not going to turn you away. And they have to stay open until they get through that queue. And normally, you know... (laughs) They're highly motivated to get you through that queue. That's right, (laughs) because they want to go home. And also that queue line is very likely to be... um, probably the lowest it would be mm-hmm. basically since park opening. So if you're not there at rope drop or you missed a big e-ticket that you want to do, be it whatever like the biggest ride is in the park, let's say it's your Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, your Rise of the Resistance, your Flight of Passage. If you're still at the park when it's about to close, save it for right before and get in line. It'll probably be the most efficient uh, line queuing that you will you'll have. Rope dropping is a very uh, interesting concept in my mind because I think when like the five of us like all kind of started going together, that was like more of a hack in itself, rope dropping. Like we're going to rope drop, you know, I'm trying to think what would have been a big ride back then, like Toy Story Midway Mania, something like that, or Rock and Roller Coaster or something. Um I don't think rope dropping has the same value anymore that it used to because you get the early entry if you're a resort guest. So if you're not staying at a Disney resort, take it off the table. Rope dropping isn't something that you really can utilize. Um, But secondly, they've gotten so inconsistent with like their actual opening (laughs) times and less transparent about, you know... Well, you know, Hollywood Studios says 8.30, but really it's 8.10 that they'll let you in and start getting in line. And I remember... And also people um, reserved some of these rides with Genie Plus. Right. With like, or Lightning Lane, so there's yeah. even less... Uh, yeah, it's... it's. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I know we... I, I'm thinking of... Uh, uh, a couple that we travel with a lot and they always like want to rope drop flight of passage. And I'm like, the more efficient thing is to go at the end of the day. And reverse I remember, rope drop. yeah, reverse yeah. <laughs> yeah. drop rope. Um, Close drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, the kiss good night, we can call it. Um, yeah. but the thing, the thing is like, especially with, um, I just fully lost my train of thought. <laughs> that, that is the thing. Especially with. Especially with. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But I just, uh, I, I don't see it as valuable. La- last year, that's, this is what I was going to say. Last year, um, me and Scott and our friend Keith and Matt, I believe you were in that line. We waited two hours, over two oh, hours rise for Rise of the Resistance. Oh, God. You were in line it was blazing sun. We were back in old like Pixar place where you used to line up for Midway Mania. Like we rabbled around that park for oh our friends Ben and Amy were with us in that line too. And like we the the cast member who was like corralling us and we were like right by baseline, he was like don't get in line right now. This is the longest it's gonna be all day. And he was like, please come back. You are waiting like double the time. But like, you know, obviously there are other things going on in a day that you can't yeah, like sometimes, plan your day around coming back eight hours later. Yeah, but, I mean, sometimes that's just the nature of what your itinerary is. But if you can do it and wait to uh, do your e-tickets at the end of the night, way more efficient. 
last time. Yep. Yep, yep. We were literally the last people on Everest the one time. Oh, that's cool. We got in the queue, and then the cast member comes behind you and walks the queue oh, with yeah. you. So nobody else could oh, that's come cool. in. Yeah. You know, um, also, that being said, it's a lot of the experiences. Everest would be one of them. I'm thinking Big Thunder, Splash. A fun, different experience yeah. at night, too. That if you haven't done those rides at night, you should because it's it's a fun view. This it's, was completely dark oh, yeah. for yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some some of those cool. outdoor uh, outdoor rides Coasters, yeah. do uh, give you a different experience. That's true. Anyhow, go ahead, Scott. All right. I, ca I have one that I wish I would have known before today. Oh, boy. That wow, I wow. discovered. Cut off the presses. Yeah. So, you know, at first I was having a little bit more difficulty with this than I thought I would when I came up with the topic. Um, so I was looking around online for, you know, different things that I take for granted that are obvious to others. This is something that I would have used prior to now that I never knew about. And if you guys knew about this already, you know, you can tell me I'm an idiot here. But uh, mm -hmm. in the app, if you go in the app, down at the bottom, you scroll down, there is a cast compliment button. And, oops, and it gave me an error. Um, it worked earlier. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> Stitching the thing. So you know what it is? It's that it's trying to pull up your Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Um, so what it does is it lets you specifically send a, a compliment to a cast member that you've met and like specify where they are and who Aww. they are and all that stuff I've in the app. I've never ever seen that. I just saw that this week. I was playing around with some <laughs> other things and I saw that at the bottom. I was trying to figure out how to add a friend, which after, you know, 10 years of this app, I still don't know how to do. But yes, that's so cool. I've, I've always, there's always situations where I want to do that, where you have a really good interaction with somebody and we can shout about on the podcast, but like, you want them to get the yeah. credit that they deserve at their job. And I having that automated is really helpful. Well, yeah. it used to be, you used to tweet, tweet at them. it. Yeah. Right. W, yeah. w Today? Or no, 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 not that. Um, no, it was. Was it? Yeah. Oh, not news today. Check <laughs> <Right. laughs> out the news. <laughs> Just today. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that, yeah that's really cool. Yeah, I, 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 I will, I I will be utilizing that. I just noticed that this week myself. Well, see, yeah, I wish you would have yeah, known. I, I don't know. Maybe it is relatively new, too. Yeah, I, it very well may. That's a lot more convenient than crafting a tweet. A tweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially you if, you're, if you just want to be, like, utilitarian about it and just, like, be like, great job, great service. Yeah, it looks like you just need the cast member name, their hometown is listed on their tag, and the date of your interaction. Oh, cool. Seems like an organized, like, it's probably an organized system. Yeah, yeah. I would think yeah. so. Versus, like, Twitter. Where yeah, it's... like, someone might not catch yeah. it if it's later. Yeah. Like, this is, like, almost like You don't like hashtag a, it yeah. properly. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. All right, Rob, what do you have? Yeah, so, um, I'm not going to claim this as my own. Catherine gave me this idea. But um, <laughs> is the benefit of using a travel agent, especially if you're not familiar with... Uh, you know, the ins and outs. So, um, I re I could remember going back to the first time we went, or it re Holly and I went together. So, we went through AAA, because we didn't know anything. Yeah. We, we hadn't gone in, whatever, close to 20 years. And using them was just, I mean, it was, it was almost worse than just mm -hmm. us doing Because this lady was so bad. Oh, no. I... I she asked probably for our flight reservation like six or seven times. Just like they don't. So more like triple F. Yes. Yes. So, um, and the thing is you, and this is what I try. I try being a travel agent. I try and be coy or 
you know, subtle about how I say things. But it's like, why would you want Disney to have all this money mm-hmm. and not me? Right, right. Or anyone. Yeah, I, right, I, you know, right. Any travel I'm not doing this to make thousands and thousands. <laughs> I'm just doing it to help support the the... The habit. Well, and, and speaking, and they don't pay like, any more money. Right. That's right. that's where that's, where, that's, where that's the big part. Is, I think. Right. I think there's a misnomer that if you use one of these um, travel agents, that you're paying a premium to use that. But no, you're paying the same amount as if you would have just booked it yourself. Just a cut of it is going to the person who is um, the subject matter expert. So there's even value in it, even if you are a bit of a veteran. And, and and I have one client that that I could think of specifically that she knows everything. You know, she has gone probably with me close to a half a dozen times now. She does everything. She does all the planning, but she's like, I'd rather see you get the money yeah, than right. than Disney. Right. Like, and and so there's that level of you can plan everything to I could help do everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So and it's. It's those things of when you have to call Disney and wait on hold for three hours. That's, <laughs> that that's alone is worth it, the, yeah. the, you know. So And sometimes uh, it helps to have a second set of eyes, even if you think you know everything. That is true. Yeah. Well, and I think this conversation that we're having today, this topic in general, just serves as a reminder of how, how complicated it's become to mm-hmm. do a Disney trip. If you are a family that has not gone before, I, I imagine a... a somebody to help you set it up is a necessity and it might as well be a specific Disney planner yeah rather than you know in your case AAA the first time who's oh not really God. attuned to that yeah you know back when you did the three fast passes per, you know like when I when I was helping people families do that I'd go and sit with them and we'd plan it out and it's like okay what are your priorities all right here's the best this lady did none of that right. it was just basically Booked it, and then it was, she arranged the um, magical, magical Express. Express yeah. I had to give her the flight info, and, and she got us our luggage tags. That was basically <laughs> the extent of you know, using AAA. But. So this is the plug that if you are planning a vacation and you don't want to give all your money to Disney, give some to Rob. Rob's a great travel agent. He's uh, very... I would say Rob is very emotionally intelligent. So he's good at reading people and huh. knowing what they need if they need to sit down with the explanation he's able to give that if he senses you're a veteran and don't need the the hand holding he'll let you fly on your own but uh it, you know uh hit rob up yeah very good compliment no i mean I, but it's true i mean he knows what people need he'll he'll supplement your planning or complement your planning however however you need it anyway um, enough of this Rob love fest. How about Holly? <laughs> Holly's um, making a real good face. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take us to the French Quarter, and I wish huh? I would have known about the Scat Cat Lounge sooner. Oh, my gosh. What a gem. <laughs> it's a lovely place. It, it is, is truly. The vibe is very yeah. chill, very uh-huh. laid back. And then if you like music, you know, especially jazz music, there's like a band that comes in and performs. Drinks are great. Food's great. I mean, it's just if you're looking for just like a chill night, mm-hmm. I recommend going to the Scat Cat Lounge. 
There's nowhere else like it on property. I mean, no. it is so fully unique where you know you're getting the live entertainment. Because I don't think, I mean, you can maybe find some live entertainment on property, but yeah, not as brain, not as like reliable that mm -hmm. that's why you're going. Probably the only thing closest would have been the uh, society band, oh, which oh, is right. the funk yeah, at, uh, or yeah, whatever the Misner's name or, of it. Yeah. You mean the Jimmy Buffett impersonator <laughs> isn't always at no, no, I wish. Martha's I mean, Graveyard? I, I wish. Oh, God, I forgot about him. I thought you were talking about Homecoming, but no. No. Also, oh, they have the dueling pianos at, at Boathouse, but that's like during the day. This is just like yeah. the vibes are on at, at Port Orleans. Like yeah. they... It is. I think Port Orleans in general has such a good vibe. I agree. Yeah. Like sitting I around agree. there for breakfast in yes. the morning if you get beignets, the that French Quarter music. I I play that sometimes when I'm working just because it it's a feel good. Yeah, yeah, that's track. that's a really good one because <laughs> what? I just forgot about that Jimmy Buffett guy. I feel like we had a good name for him. Uh, I think he was like Timmy Buffett. Timmy Buffett. <laughs> I would go to that again. I enjoyed that yeah. a lot. Eh, whatever you know <laughs> the drinks are flowing mm -hmm. um all right um my other uh, this is this is fresh in my mind um and i'm a i'm like a checker like i i like i'm a psycho about disney planning i'm the one making the dining reservations the park you know i'm a, i'm a checker and I, if it's not you know if you wanted 6 15 and you got 6 30 well, then you're meticulously checking i will for get the times and yes. you're refreshing yes i am refreshing uh, and I usually make out pretty well. Yeah, good success um, rate. But a, a hack that I discovered maybe semi-recently, definitely with the advent of uh, Disney Springs being like a more prevalent thing instead of downtown Disney. So definitely since Disney Springs is you can get so many dining reservations on open table yep. and not on the Disney app. Because the Disney app, as we know from several instances in this very last hour, sucks. It sucks. Um, it's not great. You can get so many great, um, great reservations. You can get them for more people than the Disney app will allow. So this is a big tip for if you're traveling with a big group you can get like eight people somewhere where geez if you don't do that 60 days out you are not getting that on the disney app it's just impossible so i wrote down the restaurants that you can get on open table terralina crafted italian il molino at the swan plancha which listen to our episode about that great great at the four seasons paddlefish stk morimoto splitsville ph what's that Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. <laughs> um, Wine Bar George, The Edison, Enzo's Hideaway, Maria and Enzo's, Raglan Road, Shula's Steakhouse, Blue Zoo, Big River Grill, and The Boathouse. Those are all available on wow. Open Table. So you end, end, end. Um, <laughs> I'll get back into this my next time around. There is no dumbass 24-hour cancellation rule with Open Table. You can cancel it five minutes before if you're not actually going to be there. Um, so highly recommend. And many of those restaurants, actually probably uh, many of them, are available on the Disney app too. So why wouldn't you just do it through Open Table where you're not like, you know, beholden to this dumb 24-hour cancellation policy where you're going to get charged? Anyway... I've got I've got one that's kind of like an addition to that, okay. um, which is that if you are not a Disney regular, 
know that you must be on the app 60 days out if you want reservations yes, for absolutely. one of the particular res- restaurants that is not on that list. Um, so if you're going to want to go to homecoming at a specific date and time, you better be on there the morning of 60 days out. And not not just that, but um, what was the other thing that I was thinking here? Sorry. Oh, I have one, Scott, I'm gonna, yeah. that you just reminded me of. Also, this goes out way further than 60 Oh, days. right, right. So, like, um, if you, like, like, I know, like, oh, we're going to have a trip in October. It's still in July. Oh, my gosh, right now. I can make uh, uh, reservations for October. So, I'm probably taking up some of those people who are trying to book on the Disney app by booking through a That's exactly so what I was going to say. You get the first shot. I was going to say over schedule. If you're if you're going to Disney sometime, now you have to remember to cancel things, but once you pass that 60-day point or even closer to that, you're going to have a harder time getting mm-hmm. some of these things at a specific yeah. time. So schedule everything you think you could possibly want and then cancel it as you get closer. Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, you may be out of luck. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's good. And you know, the these restaurants are great. I mean, these that list is actually yeah. some of my uh, like Blue Zoo, Splitsville, uh, Enzo's, Enzo's, uh, Boathouse. I mean, those are like absolutely some of my favorite restaurants on property. Morimoto. I mean, geez. All right, Matt. What do you have? I got one that's that's directly related to this. Okay. Um. There are several places I'm gonna I'm gonna clue in on one that you just talked about, the boathouse, where you don't really need reservations. There are times during the day where I feel like a family finds himself in a pickle or any uh, where they're like, oh man. What if I'm not a family? Can or I just, still be pickled? Yes. We're a family. <laughs> yeah, you surely can. And like where you're like, I don't have reservations anywhere. I'm hungry. I don't want to have Disney pizza or some like garbage from a kiosk, but every place looks wild and there's nothing on the app. Um, Boathouse specifically has an outdoor area that is seat yourself. And I feel like a lot of people don't know about it. You like you walk past the host stand at the front. You walk through the bar area straight ahead and go, go out to the dock. Go out to the dock in the back. There is a giant area. Sometimes the entire area is not open, but there is an outdoor bar. It is a square that they have seating around the bar, and they also have small high tops. It is seat yourself. I have never had a problem getting a table there ever. Like one time, I had to wait for someone who is wrapping up their meal and then we took their table. You have to play that hover <laughs> hovering game. But that is a, a, a hack that I wish I knew earlier because I'm like, oh man, I love Boathouse. And I remember there was that one time before we knew about that, that we were like, oh, I guess we can't go because there's a line out the door and there's no reservations. And then I don't even remember how we... I think the, the host was really nice and was like, well, if you don't care about eating outside, because it does get hot, but the bar area is covered out back. I mean, we've definitely talked about this hack on this spot. I feel like that we have become big boathouse uh, stands in the last year or two. I know that that is somewhere I never went, and I love it now. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't necessarily need reservations, and and I know that that's not the only place that. Um, yeah, there's a there's a few little little. Um, Especially lunch. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Or if you're willing to eat at an odd time, like yes. a three or a four o'clock, you can yeah. oftentimes find places that are willing to seat you. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's mine. Very good. Very good. 
Rob, do you do you have another one? <clears throat> yeah, and, and this I know is is with a caveat because people probably aren't as fortunate to go as frequently as we do. But if there's a time now that I'm going to be there for an extended period of time, I would say more than five nights is working in a pool day. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we went last July, we were there for I forget however long, <laughs> you know, seven, eight yeah. nights, and we had a pool day. It was it was great. It's it's that it was rechar- the highlight of yeah, oh, yeah, I know for it, sure. It, it recharged, and I always thought, oh, gotta take advantage, gotta be there, gotta yeah. go to the parks, or just and uh, no, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it, take a moment to yeah. recharge your batteries. It's yeah, important. Yeah, drink. Pina coladas oh, all day. Nothing better. Nothing and, and, better. And, and having, we were at the Poly, so we were at the DVC pool. I under like that helps having oh, just yeah, a nice. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if people are staying at different resorts or stuff, you could just go. Uh, our friends came over and hung out with yeah. us, and uh, it, it was just, it just I feel breaks like up the any trip. resort that I've done the pool at. I have not been disappointed. Yeah. I'm trying to think part. the worst like, pool, and it's probably Art of Animation, the main one, but I will tell you, the Cars pool is adorable and mm-hmm. really lovely, and they have those little, like, cabanas that are the cones. Like, so even if you're at maybe, like, a louder pool, so many of the big resorts have four or five pools. Like, Boardwalk, yeah. if you don't like the Keister Coaster, <laughs> yeah. you can yeah. go to quiet one of the pools. quiet pools. Yeah. And I think their quiet pools are better. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I, I, pref- I prefer the quiet pools. And there's there's one on each side, so you have a, one on the DVC side and one on the mm-hmm. inn. That was that was one of the highlights was um, our first trip when we went with Holly's brother and sister-in-law. And uh, every night we would get back. And this was before they caged everything yeah. in and fences and <laughs> It was, we'd begin back midnight or whatever, yeah. and we just go in the pool for a half hour, 45 minutes just mm-hmm. to cool off. Yeah, like, it, Just it drink feels, beers down it there. Feels and it was very, like, vacation, yeah. too. Like, I'm saying, we went, uh, I mean, geez, this is before they had kids, our friends Aaron and Joe, and we stayed at Iron Man Animation, and we were in that car pool. We were the only people there. We had, like, a ball. Like, we're just, like... <laughs> Playing around, drinking, like it's so much fun, and that really like gets you in the mindset of like I'm on vacation because I don't do this at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's a, a good, good one. one. That is a good one. Ollie? All right, me. I'm taking us to the Four Seasons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know. I'm this over is there. Heavy. I wish I knew about the plancha, plancha, right? Yeah, plancha. At the Four Seasons, the brunch. <laughs> Bottom bottomless mimosas, what eighteen bucks? Yes, unreal, unreal. Wow, <laughs> the food so good. It's very good, delicious, and it was like for me, it was the perfect portion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was like it was phenomenal. Yeah, each of us got like the whatever the, their breakfast like. Platter uh, no, no, no. was right. I yeah, got the I'm talking about toast. Holly. I wasn't talking oh, to you. Oh, okay. I just meant each of us. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not you a part of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this like the traditional breakfast. Yeah, and like bottomless mimosas on top of it. I mean, I, I don't know. I like the vibe. The oh, atmosphere it is an elevated. Um, it's like but more it's not stuffy. No, it's not it's, stuffy, no. but it is just a nice. Very clean. Attentive yeah. Yeah. Oh, server. Server there. was great. <laughs> like he knew. He knew when yeah. I was ready to another mimosa. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I would would have known sooner. Yeah. Um, four yeah. seasons. I, I would like to go there 
just to maybe see uh, one of their bars there yeah, in the main Re building. Yeah, Ravello, I believe, is the, the restaurant right. inside. And yeah. that's, that's also on Open Table, too. So they're uh, all of the Four Seasons restaurants. And then they have a decent bar on, like, the main floor. Is it called the Bibliotheque? Why am I thinking that? I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. Library? Library, yeah. style La Bibliotheque. Yeah, La Bibliotheque. The discotheque. The, the golf oh, cart. Oh, the golf cart is very <laughs> fun. The one coming back was very, <laughs> like, woo, I feel, I feel. We famous. rode a golf cart coming back? I barely remember. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, all right. So... I have one. Um, I realize a lot of mine have to do with like money and efficiency, and that says a lot about who I am as a person. Um, but this one is truly one that I wish I had known when we started going many years ago. But the renting of vacation DVC points is what a hack. You want to talk about money saving. Um, a few years ago, we were DVC members, but we were going with um, our friends, and uh, it was a, kind of a bigger group. I think there were six adults and one child's first time there. And we were planning this two months out, so the DVC availability for us to book our points was n not, not feasible. Um, but I contacted Dave's, David's DVC rental, which seems to be the main guy in the game, um, for a stay at Saratoga Springs and we ended up getting like a two bedroom, like a beautiful villa for a very reasonable price. So what I did as an exercise for this very podcast is I compared uh, the price of renting DVC points versus paying through the Disney website. So I picked the same dates, which is some random weekend in February. Actually, it's right around Scott and Holly's birthday. I think it was like the fifth through or the third through the fifth, somewhere around there. So planning ahead for that, I was looking at a Saratoga Springs studio. If you book on Disney's website for that weekend, it's $976 for two nights at a Saratoga Springs studio. If you rent your points through David's DVC rental, you're only paying $672. Hmm. So that is quite a difference for literally the same product. Yep. Oh, wow. um, and I was a little dubious the first time I did this because like you do have to put like a hundred dollar um, like hold to say that like if this room is available that you're actually going to book it and you can't just like put your name out there and then decide you don't want to do it. So like it, there is a commitment. Yeah. You're on the hook. Yeah. You're on the hook for yeah, that. Th th that's and it's non-refundable. Right. I think once right. So unless, but you can always, you can always, I mean, this could be an episode itself, but you can always risk like booking something that you know, isn't available. <laughs> like, like I wanted to stay, shoot, I forget where it was, but uh, in the last year or two, I was like, I only want to stay at like, a Polynesian bungalow, you know, like say, you know, they're not available. And then they say, is a three bedroom at uh, Old Key West going to do it for you? And if I say no, I get my money back. So unless you have, you have to choose your number one choice. And if they don't have that available, you get your money back. Hmm. I was not. So another, since, it's, since we're giving tips and stuff, when I initially started doing this, I looked into that and I I was looking at, you know, you go to DisneyWorld.com, you mm -hmm. put in your dates, 
and the resorts pull up. And so I think I wanted to rent something. It might have been like our second time going for um, food and wine or something. So I was like, oh, we'll, we'll just rent a studio. And so you go on the, the website and you see Boardwalk Inn. Yeah. It's availability. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll quickly make the request that there's rooms. But it, it, it it's definitely different. The Boardwalk Inn is the hotel side. Right. And then you have the villas. Boardwalk Villas. Yes. Which... If you don't know that, you think they're just the same yeah. thing. Yeah, you um, do have to be careful with looking at exactly what yeah. kind of room. I, and that leads me to, um, they do have a lot of good links of, like on the rooms. Like you can say yeah. like, oh, I'm interested in Animal Kingdom Studio. What does that look like? And you can kind of watch the the walkthroughs, which is a nerdy thing I like to do all the time. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Matt, you got one? I do. Um, this is something that um, some of our friends who are locals in Florida turned me on to. Something that I actually haven't taken advantage of, but I could see myself taking advantage of it in the near future. And this is one of those things that's going to be way more of a no-brainer if you happen to have a vehicle, uh, if you're local or you have a rental. And this has to do with Gideon's Bakehouse in uh, Disney Springs. So uh, like Catherine said, this is all about time is money and being efficient with your time. Um, for those who have been there to Gideon's Bakehouse, you get there, you get in a queue, and it is one of it is the biggest wait in Disney Springs to get these elusive, delicious cookies at Gideon's. <laughs> so you could get in the queue, you could wait for about a half hour, get to the front, and they'll say, "Okay, you're going to put your name in. Your estimated return is like five hours from now." very that's very plausible for something like that to happen it's very possible that you didn't plan to be at disney springs in five hours maybe you have a lunch reservation and you're like oh i'll put my name in and then if i'm still around when i get out you know and it's around my return time i'll go get the cookies there is a second gideon's location in the winter park area it is about a 30 minute drive from disney springs however it's the exact same menu. There is no line. One of the other benefits is that you can pre-order next day online. So if you know you want Gideon's cookies, you can pre-order on their website and pick it up at a specified time the next day. I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, I'm not going to drive 30 minutes um, outside of Disney Springs or get an Uber 30 minutes. But riddle me this here. <laughs> you... Let's say you are all done with Disney Springs. It's 3 p.m. And you're like, oh, my Gideon's thing is at 5 and I don't want to miss it. So I guess I'll just, put, you know, putter around Disney Springs for two hours. Well, you could do that. Or you could drive a half hour away, get your cookies and save time. It all depends on, you know on how much you value your time and what you think is is worth it. I think that in a lot of cases, it's worth just going to the to the Winter Park location of Gideon's. So the hack is leave Disney. Which you have never done. Just to That's what I said. I said that up front. I said I've never done this, but I could see myself doing this in the very near future. I feel like there needs to be a comparison. There needs to be an experiment. Like, you, know, you do that while... Oh, yeah. Someone else, like... 
goes to I just, would like, be in, in, interested on yeah. like the quality and that kind of thing. I actually have a this is weird. I did not expect this to come up, but um, I have a little piece of information that we have from a local. <laughs> um, the big old Homer Simpson donuts you see at Joffrey's stands, like the pink yeah, ones yeah. or the ones with the candy on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those are not made by Disney. They are made by a place called the Donut King. And they have multiple locations around Central Florida. So if you're hankering for a donut from Disney, but you don't want to go to the parks, huh. Donut King. Huh. Many, And there are more than one location. I think there's like four. They're gigantic. Too. Yeah, they're huge. They're <laughs> yeah. huge. Are there the prices the same? Who knows? I mean, I would assume. Who knows? Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Oh, the, are you talking about the Gideon's prices? Yeah. I believe so. I, would I mean, I think it's like more six, expensive at Disney Springs. I think well, that's, it's, how much are they? Do you know off the top of your head? I think oh, it's God. six, six bucks. bucks. I think mm-hmm. it's six fifty on the website, so okay. I'm assuming it's the same price. It might be six ninety five or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, okay. You know, another one. Same. Uh, the uh, polite pig. Um, yeah. They have, uh, you know, it's not called the pig. right. It's uh, the prancing pig, or it's, um, th- but in the airport, same beer, same, yeah. same menu, the same type of food. Is that cask and yes, cask and larder, cask and larder. Yeah. So yes. again, mine is something that not everyone's going to take advantage of, but I think that if you have a car and you're you find yourself in a very specific like time. Uh, situation like one of the ones that I described, I think that it could definitely be worth your while. I get that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Scott, you have another yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Um, one that I think we really, really take for granted is knowing what an expected wait time for an attraction should be mm-hmm. or would be to be considered worthwhile. So, like, if you had never gone to Disney before and you saw 45 minutes on Pan's flight, You'd be like, oh, God, that sounds really long. You know, maybe I'll just wait, you know, something else. But that would be a really good... T- we would know that that was yeah, a really good time. Yeah. Or, or if you saw Soren at 35 minutes, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. I feel like there's a lot of those things that we've really internalized at this point and that we can look at at a wait time or look at a map and be able to make those decisions on the fly. If I was somebody going for the first time, I would probably want to spend a little time online maybe looking at attractions and things like that or asking people. There has to be a website. I'm sure that, that aggregates I mean, all of that. It's like an aggregator. And Tesla and his touring plans. But that, that's something that I wish I would have known sooner. And I learned it as I went along. But if yeah, you that's didn't tough know that, to, Yeah, that's tough to know because everyone's like, oh, lines at Disney. And it's right. like, yeah, okay. But like it's all relative. a 45 minute line for Pan Split's actually a really good deal. And, you know, if you get an hour um. But, you know, Seven Dwarves, that's pretty good, too. So. Yeah, half hour for Buzz Lightyear. Oy. Probably pass. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But you have to know that in order to make your time worthwhile. Yep. Good Good point, good point. Rob, what do you got? Um, people probably differ on this opinion, but um, I wish I had learned earlier not to overpack a bag for the parks. <laughs> I remember the first yeah. few times we went... I had a big North, my big North Facebook bag with everything possible in that. Probably many a pound. Yeah. Just schlepping that through. Yeah, that's, that, that's um, on the Had your water bottles, day. had your Rick Steves travel yeah. guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now, I mean, Holly takes one and 
but we have both of us, I think, have cut down so dramatically mm-hmm. on what you know. You got your phone charger in there. Yeah. Maybe your your if they're calling for rain, your rain Watch jacket, yeah. which Couple doesn't weigh much. Yeah. And that, that's a, you know that's about it. Um, but oh my god, I, I, I feel you yeah, on that. I've, I keep I my feel, wallet so yeah. I don't lose it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh. a solid move. Solid move. That also, I mean, especially when it's hot, like just having oh, a just having a that weight on your shoulders and back and just like you just feel the sweat pooling from where the backpack is it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well i learned too of like if i'm gonna be at magic kingdom for a couple hours do i really need to bring exactly. like that big backpack yeah. no i'm up you know pack my essentials my yes. phone charger yeah that's, that's the beauty of the afternoon nap well, yeah, like, that's exactly yeah. true. I mean, I was I was going to say something similar to Holly. Like, there are times where if we're just, like, after dinner going to mm-hmm. Epcot, I might not bring yeah. anything. Like, I have my sunglasses on my head, and I put my phone right. in my pocket, and that is all I need. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could take that one step further and just say, like, learn to <laughs> pack efficiently for your entire mm-hmm. trip. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's a good one. One thing I wish I would have known... Um, when I first started going down was location where you're staying for me I don't know about you guys location from it's important oh yeah like if I know I'm doing a festival Mm -hmm. I'm gonna want to stay in the Crescent Lake Resort area because then I can utilize that back entrance I can come and go so location, I would. Uh, it's important. I think that's the single most important yeah. thing yeah. for me when choose if you're staying on property yeah. when choosing a resort. I, I think that is paramount. I because I think people can be under the um, the uh, impression that oh I'm on Disney property like it's all right there. But if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge yeah. or like you're staying like at like old old key west and you want to go to like the magic kingdom like mm-hmm. it is it, those are halls animal yeah. kingdom lodge is probably the best example because you're paying deluxe prices to be further away. and you're not getting the deluxe amenities of even being on the monorail line mm-hmm. and having that um having that ease of transportation to the parts and the things you want to do so like you may just without doing your research just be like oh i'm paying all this money and i'm under the disney bubble so it's going to be easy to get around and get to places i need to go and that may not be the case so look well, up, even, look at a map <laughs> yeah even beyond that i mean you could book french quarter which is an epcot area resort and it's not the same as being at mm-hmm. the otter beach you still have to ride a bus mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. to epcot so like, like if- if I know if I'm going down, I'm like, okay, I'm doing food and wine. And then I'm also going to hit up Hollywood Studios and it's going to be a short trip. I'm going to want to stay at the Crescent Lake because then I can utilize the Skyliner yep. to get myself over to Hollywood Studios <laughs> or walk it. Yeah. Um, and that's so great about that area is there's two parks that mm-hmm. you can have access to. That is a... So great. Yeah. I mean, think I think that's a big part of why Scott, you sing the praises of the Swan and Dolphin. If you mm-hmm. picked up those two resorts and plopped them in the Disney Springs area, you would not have oh, the yeah. same feeling. Not at Correct. all. Mm-hmm. Despite them being nice hotels. Yeah, they're, they're nice yeah. hotels. So location, location, yeah. location. <laughs> no doubt. All right, this is an extremely specific one. But I, <laughs> my last one is really specific, I, too. I felt it in my heart, so I had to say it. Um, I'm going to take us to the West Coast for this. Ooh, okay. Oh, snap. The, 
Why didn't I always love Disneyland corn dogs? They're so good. <laughs> They're the best thing there. And I feel like I was just dismissive of them. And I'm very specific on my hot dog preference. I don't like an all beef dog. But oh my gosh, those corn dogs at the red trolley cart are so good. And I wish I had known about them years ago. So your hack is corn dogs are good. Yeah, actually (laughs) on my list, it just says corn dogs rule. We had corn dogs last week for dinner Uh and I couldn't help but to think about the little red wagon. I was like, oh man, I wish this was a corn dog dog from there. Yeah. How were your corn dogs though? The Trader Joe's ones are yeah. good. I'm assuming those yeah. are the ones yeah. you had. Uh, yeah. yeah, the, the turkey, uh, the, the turkey hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. those are good. So those good. are those are acceptable. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if you can't have the real thing, that's a that's a fine substitution. I, like that. I could try to make them. Oh, oh. that batter is like yeah. so sweet. Like it's like it almost is like pancake batter they yeah. put on mm-hmm. it. It's so good. Oh God, I love Disneyland corn mm. dogs. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Matt? Mine is so specific. Can you can you beat that? I don't I don't know. Um, I texted Scott to make sure that he didn't have this one because it's such a Scott one, one that he's talked about, but I feel like we haven't talked about it in a while. Also one that we've kind of made fun of you for. But however, if this is something that's important to you, <laughs> the Wozniaks know what it is. <laughs> yeah, everyone sitting here should have an inkling of what it is. Um, it involves test track. <laughs> so Test Track is one of the rides at Walt Disney World that has a single ride queue. If you don't, uh, if uh, riding with your uh, party is not super important to you, you could save a lot of time by going through the single ride queue. However, a lot of people will go, oh, but then I don't get to do the cool like car design. Would a lot of people do that? Yep, a lot of people would. (laughs) Dozens, dozens of us. There are a lot of people that are like, oh, well, the... The, the downside to that is that you don't get to design your own car, which is one of the, the things of the ride where it's like as you go through the different checkpoints, you get to see how your car design stacks up in the different areas like efficiency and speed and all that stuff. And the hack is enter instead of exit through the gift shop. No, no. Enter through the gift shop. So you walk in the exit, go through the gift shop, walk through the little uh, faux showroom and then, I guess it's a, real show. it's a real showroom. Faux show. Um, and there are design kiosks there. There's probably like three or four of them, and they're very rarely used. You can walk through the exit, design your car there, and then get in the single ride queue, and you get the best of both worlds. You get to design your car, and you um, forego a long wait, especially if it's in the middle of the day. So... Yeah, if that's important to you, which I'm sure that there are more people out there than just Scott um, that this is important to, <laughs> where this is a great hack. So Great hack. I was going to say, Scott's up with the birds. Yeah, going. There's times where we... Like we're like, I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, where's Scott's already? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's dropping That is out of respect for everybody else that I do not want to take anyone else's time. That's for very my, nice of you. Is. I woke up early. And I'm the top, yeah. And I'm the top car of the day, so yeah. So, Who's laughing now? If we have an Epcot day and Scott's not at the resort, okay, he's we, we know he's designing where, we his know car where to find him. Yep, that's yeah. right. Any other one, that, Scott? Do you have? Any? I have a couple just to okay. toss on here All at right. the end. Um, sort of throwaway ones. 
Uh, one thing I wish I would have known sooner would be to bring multiple sneakers for walking around oh, the parks. Yeah. If Hell you, yeah, brother. You better have at least two pairs because it will rain on you one yeah. day mm -hmm. and you're going to wish that you had a dry pair. So yeah. make sure you bring two pairs, even if one of them is the one that you wear down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I would have known about the Amazon orders to resort sooner. Mm -hmm. That is such a huge yeah. hack that you guys use all the time mm -hmm. to get just... Small stuff, breakfast yeah. stuff, yeah. coffee, whatever. or what have you. Instacart works too. A yeah. Any of the the food delivery places. Yeah, you yeah. just have it dropped off. They'll keep cool stuff cool if you need it. I mean, it, it's a really great thing to have. Did anybody else? I have a couple more if you want. I ha I have one, but it's not like super Disney specific. But it's it's a great hack, and I always tell people this when they're looking at. Go ahead. Southwest Airlines does not participate in Kayak or Expedia or anything. So it, check Southwest's site on their own. They're not bundled in with the other discount providers. So they usually have really good flights and a lot of flights to Orlando. So uh, check uh, out Southwest's I only site. I only fly private now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. PJ. Got to hop on the PJ down to Orlando. Yeah, you flap your wings on Spirit, buddy. <laughs> the PJs. Yeah, there are no PJs. That's oh, funny. man. Um, I have one last one. Um, the ice cream shop in France and oh. the brioche oh, sandwich. Dude. I know. TikTok has ruined it for everyone. I actually yeah. think that the fervor has died down and it's, it's easier we'll to get We'll have to test that out the next time we go. Yeah. Um... God, that is so good. So um, good. Yeah, it, it what is, is that place called? I don't know. Oh, hold on, let me <laughs> consult the map. It's La Glace <laughs> de Hell. Gla La Glace de Hell? The Hell Glass? Oh, yeah, you might. Yep, no, I think you're right. No, no. How did none of us mention the uh, ice cream place at uh, Dolphin? Oh, that's true. We just talked about that a few weeks what ago. What is that place yeah. called? The Fountain. The Fountain. The Fountain. In <laughs> Which is my favorite, it, it's modeled after my favorite Darren Aronofsky. Is that movie. it? Le Artisan de Glaces. Okay. Uh, which is definitely, I'm saying it with a more Spanish accent than French. <laughs> so that is not helpful. Yeah, you've been, yeah. you've been doing a lot of weird accent work this whole weekend. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Holly, anymore? Yeah, I have one. And it kind of go. it goes back to DVC. I wish I would have known to bought at the boardwalk mm. oh, yeah. because prices yeah. i who would have thought prices would have gone up so gone much. up so yeah. so high yeah so i do have a regret of buying at saratoga springs and so this isn't really something that someone can put into practice <laughs> no, this is just you wish you had a time machine yeah, yeah. that's like that's the I same mean, way of being like i wish i would have bought stock in <laughs> apple in 1984 i wish i bought bitcoin at, i mean yeah quarter of a cent <laughs> Knowing, like, I, I usually go down for festival times, and I love to stay at the Crescent Lake area. I am, like, literally kicking myself for, like, not <laughs> buying at the Boardwalk or the Beach Club or something. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, that's that, another Well, thing. that goes for DVC in right. general. Yeah. yeah, I wish I would have actually crunched the numbers, like, six, seven years before I actually crunched yeah. the numbers and bought even further. Because I was draining so much money into paying full resort prices when DVC is really the way to go if you go a lot yeah so I got I got two more yeah, what else two more got? I wish I would have known sooner when to use uber on property oh that goes Use with the buses. That, yeah. That's a, a If you're guy. going any to any other resort for, for dining reservations or anything like that, take an Uber. Don't do not do the bus 
tango of like <laughs> the way for you just the way you just said that was basically like grow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think it is. I think some people are hesitant, but once you do it like once or twice, it's just like riding a bike. You... Like can you imagine if you were doing um any Polynesian I know. How many times have we gone out to the Polynesian? It's just like, no, we're we're not gonna take a bus to Magic Kingdom. We're not gonna get no Don't do that, yeah, yeah please. Uh, I'm painting with a broad brush here and I don't think that this is like our our main demographic, but <laughs> I'm gonna alienate some people here, but you guys ever try to talk to ride share, about ride shares with boomers? Oh yeah, they're, that's, they're that's so exact, scared of it. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Is my parents had to get an Uber? Oh, you mean the murder boxes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and I just feel like they were very nervous about, um, like, when do we do it and how do we do it? And yeah, another thing uh, is uh, scheduled Ubers are really mm-hmm. nice. So, like, if you're going to the airport, don't you dare pay for that minivan. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> well, don't, oh, yeah, those, don't do it. Those exist again, yeah, right? Yeah, they forgot. exist again. Yeah, they came back. It's they interesting you say that because I will ask. Back to the tra- being a travel agent, I will ask people um, how they how comfortable they are with taking yeah. an Uber or a Lyft, or and, like, you, and that's an unexpected you, personal yeah, touch you that's get. That's the personal yeah. touches you yeah. get with Rob. Because if if they're like. Oh God, no! We don't. We don't. I don't even have the app. That I'm like, okay. Well, that it, I mean, you that gotta, tells you like you want to be a, a resort where you can walk or yep. you take the monorail. I mean, it does tell you a lot about. Especially when people ask about um, character dining and things like mm-hmm. that. Is, yeah, it limits. Oh, they want to go to Ohana for breakfast, and it's well, you got to know how to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else have any self-serving tips and tricks that'll funnel, funnel money into uh, One last one. And I, I thought uh, Catherine would have brought this up for sure. I wish we would have known about the boat rental at oh, Crescent yes. Lake. Yeah, that is really Way cool sooner. That. Yeah, it's... It is the best. And so cheap. And so cheap. Yeah, this is uh, these are tips only for our listeners, guys. Don't go spreading these on on to everybody else because we're doing you a solid by telling you these things. We don't want the boats to go up in price or what, what was the other thing that Rob was close the kiosk down at yeah at the exit of Test Drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too many people down. taking advantage. Too many. Yeah, it's 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 great. But that's all. Any I got. other any other last minute? No. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Anyone got uh, last calls? No. Mm-hmm. No. All right, man. All right, well, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.